Hello there, friends, and welcome to Strangers in the Night, your source for late-night VR gaming talk. I, of course, am your host, Wes. With me, as always, are my good friends. How's it going, Eric? What's up, fellas? What's up, brother? And my good friend, Roots Roots. Happy birthday, brother. Yeah, thank you. I feel uh, old. No, actually, I don't feel old. I feel. I was thinking that today. I feel really healthy and young, and uh, which is odd at 48 years old so what 48 yeah. i thought you were i thought you were uh 58 no oh, yeah 68 <laughs> with this beard i'll tell you somebody you know, had somebody tell me the other day that if i shaved my beard i'd look younger and i just looked at him and i said it's not happening i don't even care i embrace my age my boss at one point he said this is a few years ago he's like you could dye your beard i said yeah i could like i don't care like i just i don't know i embrace it we're well, here's the thing. The older you get, the more you realize that uh, young people are fucking stupid. <laughs> I don't want people to think I'm one of them. That's right. Yeah, distinguished. That's what they say. Can you're I, distinguished, I, a distinguished gentleman, right? You're distinguishing yourself from the idiots. I don't want to be young, but I don't want to be old either. I want to be in the middle. I just want to stay like, let me stay like 40. Yeah. And by the way, unless... I don't want to be 50. Uh, unless you're uh, a younger viewer of this show, in which case you're, the best. you're obviously wise beyond your years. Yes. Yeah, well, you're watching the show. You must be wise, right? So. All right. You know, most people are our age are in bed right now. You know that, right? Yeah, as a matter of fact, Aileen Kara, right at the beginning of the show, <laughs> says some of us actually sleep at night. I felt like there was a little bit of saltiness there, Aileen, and I, I kind of get it because uh, I was looking at my schedule. Guess what I have tomorrow morning at uh, 6 a.m.? The McDonald's. Um, oh, so, nice. but you know, eh, it's, it's, in, it's inconsequential. I think sleep is, uh, we'll sleep when we die, right? Yeah. Tons of sleep. You, you know we'll who sleep. they're all in bed with right now? <laughs> My mom. Oh, man. She's got a bed full. <laughs> it's busy. Well, sleep it's busy is important. Um, no, that, that's why I just woke up. <laughs> Make sure <laughs> you get a good nap in before showtime. Yeah. That's what you all should do. I'll tell you what, that's what I, I did. I was telling you, that's what I did on Monday. I got home from uh, work early. I was going to watch the crew cast. And then I laid down for a couple seconds to rest my eyes. And I woke up and it was like eight o'clock. And I was like, holy shit, man. Like, that's what happens when you burn your uh, candle at both ends for several nights in a row and then decide to lay down mid afternoon for a quick little rest and didn't, didn't wake up. Yeah, that's crazy. one of the things about getting older is if you don't get your sleep, you're gonna get your sleep you have no choice in the matter it's going to happen yeah i'm waiting for mash to one day he's just going to go to sleep for like two weeks straight it's going to be like what happens i had to catch up man like for the last six months it's crazy no way can't do it yeah. <laughs> I, I feel i feel like i'm missing stuff man if I, I sleep more than like four or five hours i feel like i'm missing something and in this time, well, virtual reality and what we're going through, I don't want to miss anything, man. I got to be up early in the morning just so I can watch the Pico thing, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah you you gonna pre-order? I mean, Brad's already leaked the whole thing. You can read the transcript oh, yeah. right now on sadlyinreality.com. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is uh, I don't know. It's big. It's a big deal, right? I mean, it's a bit, new big standalone headset's a big deal. I'm, yeah, I'm it's a big deal. It. But I was looking through it and I was like, man, I have most of this already, right? there on my other headset why do i need another standalone headset for it right i mean i know that it's going to be comfortable it's, mm. you know i could tell you why because both of the games that we covered this week were quest games 
and it made me realize just how much I fucking hate wearing that thing, man. It hurts <laughs> my head. And, and you know, uh, it probably would have helped if I had installed my games on the the Quest that had the M1 strap on it, which I like much better. But I always use the one that has the M2 strap on it, and the M2 strap hurts my fucking head. And it doesn't matter how much I adjust it and how I wear it. He's got it hurts me. <laughs> Here, Jim Hall will send you a video, a YouTube video, on how to fit it onto your head properly. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> M1's way better. I'm, I'm definitely down with that. I don't know. Yeah. I like the M2, but either way, I mean, I, I don't care how comfortable it is. I, I, I guess I do care about comfort. You know, it's going to be that's one of the things I was just saying to somebody recently about how that's when I think VR is really going to be the big thing and take off is when they they're not so hot and they're more comfortable, more like Cambria or Cambria. Um, that's the one thing I do like about that is the, the weight, the size, the shape, you know, it's going to make it, it's going to, they need to make it feel like, cause I'm starting to feel like sometimes I'm in the headset and I'm like, man, I don't want to be in this fucking hot thing. I need something lighter, something less heat. So I, I don't know. I think we're a little spoiled. I really do. I wore it for 12 hours on Friday, last Friday. It didn't bother me at all. It really didn't. Which head strap were you using? I was using the M1. There you go. Let's see. M1 that's Pro. what that. That's what I needed to do. I I, I use see, uh, wife likes the M2, and we we have a headset that we use, and we have a headset we let the kids use, mm. and wife likes to use the M2, so we keep M2 on ours, and then Isabel gets the M1, mm. and um, I like it better. So I you know whenever I have games that I'm covering at Quest, I probably should have the presence of mind to pick that headset up, but you know it's so few and far between the, the the instances where we're just covering quest games that i never think about it i just grab the one that, that i use and then you know when i'm six hours into a game and my head starts hurting i'll think oh yeah i, mm -hmm. I guess i should have picked the other one mass just needs to send you another m1 and solve your problem there you go <laughs> i probably two. got one laying around you probably, probably do. got one somewhere i could probably <laughs> send you i think you know what I, yeah i think i do actually i'll send you one. there you go well, I won't Probably. tell you not to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've got I've got a regular M1 laying around here. I just don't have the Pro. Like I've got I've got like the the regular versions of uh, the uh, Bubbo straps uh, sitting around. I've got a Kiwi strap that's really comfortable sitting around here somewhere. Uh, but that battery, man, that battery is everything. Yep. Like you, you can't cover Quest games without having that battery back up. It'll take you a week just to get through one game. Um, I've been doing a lot of, uh, just a case point of, of the PlayStation VR 2 uh, cable not being that big a deal. I've been doing what MASH says he does. I just leave it hooked up to my cable all the time. And whether I'm using it for PC VR or I'm using it for, um, you know, standalone, it's, it's getting its power from my PC all the time. And I don't have to worry well, about it. I tell you what, man, I'm glad I didn't have that cable this week. That NFL game had me moving around a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, man, I, I hear what you're saying, uh, Eric. It seems like if we go to sleep, we, we miss some things as fast as things are moving this week. I mean, I took a nap coming into the, today's show. I still haven't played the Paradox of Hope update. I haven't played the, um, what, what is it, Death Horizon Reloaded update. I haven't played that yet. And uh, yesterday, Luke Ross dropped two new mods, yeah. uh, Stray, which is which I'm sure is awesome, but Ghost Runner, which I'm going to take full, uh, I'm going to take full credit for, because when we covered Ghostwire, 
uh, a couple weeks ago. I called it Ghost Runner like five times. <laughs> you did too, yeah. <laughs> and, and people were uh, correcting me on it in the comments. Little did they know, I was just talking you, about this one. You were just putting yeah. it out there for the universe, right? Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting into that one. That's probably uh, the very next thing on my list. Uh, Eric, have you seen any of the footage of this thing, man? It looks nuts. I have. It does look fantastic, and I I'm gonna one up you. I knew I had a feeling a long time ago that this game was gonna go be in a VR because it just looks like a VR game, and they had teased it a while ago, and I bought it on a sale, so we have nice. access to it already. It's in our library, so it's ready to go. I I'm actually played I like ten. I like played like fifteen minutes of it flat, and I'm like, I'm just waiting. I'm gonna wait. And I stopped because this game is so cool, and it's 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 perfect for VR. Um, I was like, they were teasing. It was probably six months ago I bought this game because they were teasing it way back then that this game would be perfect for VR and somebody's going to do it soon. And here we go. Yeah. It looks like what stride should be. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the, the, the movement in this game is, is going to be so good, man. It's going to be so smooth uh, in VR just because of the way it, the way it, it, it is uh, the way you can run and you, you can, you can parkour like crazy in this game. And the katanas are going to be amazing. I, I, I can't wait to do it in VR. Yeah. It reminds me of, um, what I thought Sirento was going to be when I first saw the footage of that when I was new to VR. This looks like what I thought that was. Uh, yeah. Not to uh, not to not to down Sirento or anything. It was a good game for its time, but uh, man, Hellsweeper looks awesome, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, there's so many games that we could be playing right now. I want. I mean, Hellsweeper looks amazing. I mean, Everslot's coming. You know. It, it's crazy right now the amount of cool games that we're going to be able to do plus all these mods um yeah all these no mods time. we we talked about it on sunday you know like uh with the prey dog universal injector coming there's not going to be many games left uh soon that that aren't playable in vr that's the, crazy the more the better yeah the more the better i mean i want to play everything in vr why not i mean i'll we're, I mean, we were talking about, you know, I'll, 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 re I'll, I'll do ever, ever do everything. I mean, think about, the, think about the games you go in. I, I want to do some older games. Think about older games that you could probably get in there fairly easy. That you know, classic older games. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I want my Bioshock, yo. Yeah, that's coming. Gears of War. Oh yeah, that would be actually. I think Gears of War would be something that would be perfect for first-person VR. Actually, uh, the way it's cover-based like that, yeah. I think that 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 would be a great. They could do a great VR version of Gears of War if they wanted to. Although that is a Microsoft IP, it'll probably be a decade before we ever see something like that. <laughs> Microsoft's coming with a headset. You didn't know that? Oh yeah, everybody is. <laughs> you know. I, I, that wouldn't shock me. I kind of expect it, to be honest. Yeah. At some point, I definitely do. Either I mean, we, we've talked about it a bunch of times, Ruth, so how much sense it makes for uh, them to build Oculus Link support into the Xbox. That would be a win-win for, for Facebook and for uh, Xbox. I mean, that, that, it would be a way for them to compete with Sony uh, right out of the gate without having to, to completely transform the both of those platforms yeah yeah and especially in a time when they're um we were just saying they don't really have a way to, to compete with sony right as far as the AAA games and stuff but if they were to partner with xbox they could easily compete with them or at least in a, in a different fashion i think it'd be it'd yeah, be really work. cool to see that happen i'd love it 
work in some link support, Eric, and then uh, have Xbox release some exclusives that you have to have the console for? I mean, come on, bro. This makes entirely too much sense for either one of these dumb fucking companies to do it. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, you're right. So seriously, does I mean think about think about if, if you're Xbox, how do you catch up with Sony with an install base, um, a, a headset VR headset install base that quickly? You just team up with Oculus. You're not going to make your own shit, right? You're not going to make your own hardware. Not now, anyway. Team up, team up with Meta. You, you've worked together before in the past. You've already done some stuff. How hard would it be? Not as hard as uh, you, certainly the uh, the benefit would outweigh the uh the work for i would imagine by uh by a mile oh yeah um get back into uh after the fall anymore this week i haven't but i i want to badly i'm like <clears throat> i tried to get d in the other night and uh she just didn't want to put a vr headset on she went and played flat with roots and jim Hall. Uh, <laughs> what, we do? We what was it fortnite we played <laughs> yeah i don't know i saw you guys and i saw you guys three of you in, on in the uh in the waiting room area so i must assume you must have been playing Fortnite. um actually no i don't know it depends i there was one night i for whatever reason i i was playing world of warcraft i went into on air and uh and I was just sitting there talking to D, playing. She's watching me. And then Radio Runt and Jim Hall came thinking I was doing something, like streaming. And I was like, I don't even know why I'm in here. I just, I guess I just jumped in here out of habit. So, but I'm ready for it, though. I'm, I'm ready to get right back into After the Fall. Uh, I want to get some, I want to do some of these, 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 uh, what do they call them again? The mutator, mutator runs. runs, man. Yes. I want to get, there's, there's so many cool mutators that you can put in these weapons now. I want them bad. Yeah, we're falling behind, bro. You know, Skiva's got half of that shit unlocked already. Hell yeah, I know. And and I just want to go on another epic run. I want. I hope it, like I hope it'll work. But <laughs> I hope we don't get stuck <laughs> like we did the other night. But oh I mean, you know, god! By the, by the, by now they have to have some of the bugs worked out, right? Yeah, that was a weird one, right? Like uh, everything was going swimmingly until uh, wave forty three, and then uh, wave forty four just wouldn't come. You just keep hearing the music. That's like the worst sound in the world when you just hear the music still and you just, you know, some zombie is stuck in a wall somewhere. You just can't find him and you're just, you're completely screwed. Yeah, we they really, we, they need to give you discs as, as the time goes by, you know, at the end of every five rounds. If you earn a disc, you get it right then. You don't have to wait till the end. That would solve it. That would make sense. It certainly would, uh, uh, would either that or they could do what Returnal did and let us like um, save our runs and, and return to them, you know, mid run, like come back on level 43, all your bombs where you left them, all your juices where you left them and pick it back up. I mean, I mean that if been a... like they give you the option if it's glitched to, to save at that round, you come back, start that round over. Yeah, or, or just in general, it doesn't have to be glitch. It would be a, a good solution to the glitch, but it would also be a good solution to having uh, not having four hours to put into a horde run. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah, can't save, imagine save putting three run. hours into it and having something happen and losing it all. That would really sour me to the next run for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> we tried to go back in and start at level forty. Right? Was it forty? We tried. Yeah, that was just a bad idea, man. You, you can't <laughs> just start in the thick of it because you ha you have to put in the time to to bank, uh, to bank those, uh, you know, items so that you're ready for the later uh, rounds. Um, yeah, like you, it, you it's it's a death nail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a death nail not getting those wrist rockets. You gotta have those. Yeah. I mean, people are still interested in playing, man. I had somebody. I think it was. Uh, 
I think it was Alex Kubakawa or Chris999. One of those guys, he messaged me and said, I just got my dad into the game and uh, we need a walkthrough. I got it myself and I got my got my dad the game and we need we need help, you know, figuring out how to team up and you know people just people are still wanting to play this game and get in and you know i love hearing that i just i love hearing hey i just got my dad the game and we want to go in and play you know can you keep, jump in with us and show us how and i'm like hell yeah you just tell me when and i'll be there i love hearing. and here stuff. we are i mean it's we're almost a year now from uh, the launch and the lobbies are still full of people every time i go in there there's 46 pages in my lobby and you know that there's just multiple lobbies on top of lobbies that uh, have, have the same story, right? Yeah, I mean, and it, it, it goes to show you. I mean, we, I, I've never put this much time into a VR game before, and I've never put up with so much bullshit in a VR game before because I still love it. I mean, I, it's so bad sometimes, but I, I'll put up with it because it's so good. You know what I mean? So the the good way outweighs the bad for me so there is so many vr games that I, if i this ha, if that, what happened to us here and i getting to level 43 and then glitching out and getting nothing out of it after all that time i would have just never never picked that game back up again but here i'm ready to jump back in right here i'm ready to jump back in right now like if like, like if we said look let's cancel the show and just go stream this for three hours i would be all down what would you do uh, if so you went into the game and i'm being serious it did it again at like 50 for 49 and you lost I mean, if it, it was again. completely because that's kind of it's, it's a big yeah. problem we can't gloss over this tam two you need i mean i know it's uh, the we just had the we just had the um the patch but that's a big problem i like for me mash i that would do it for me man you know i'm on the edge already and that would be it i i'm glad i wasn't there because i'd be pissed I mean, I hear you. I I, I agree. I mean, it, I, I don't I don't want to gloss over it. You know, we always I always I've killed this game as much as I've you know I've I've talked it That's up. That's true. Um, but I I can't get over the fact that I still want to play. You know what I mean? And if yeah. if if I still want to play even after these things have happened, how much shit have I gone through with my Steam copy? I can't even play my Steam copy anymore. You know what I mean? I but you know I'm starting over on a goddamn whole new account, my Oculus account. And I've got 200 plus hours on my Steam account with so much stuff unlocked, but I'll start over because I want to, um, you know, and I have faith, especially hearing and talking to Tam too, you know, during that interview, that they will do what they need to do to make this game right. And they're going to keep adding to it, man. They're, they're, this, is, this is their big game right now. This is their big game that they can carry through for a long time, and they know it. So if they treat it right, this could be really big for them. And, um, and I think they will. Yeah, they got a dedicated team on this for for years to come. Uh, not the only thing that they're working on, mind you. They're working on a lot of different things at Vertigo, but there is an after the fall team, and that's these people's entire life is to uh, make this game better. And you know, for what it's worth, there's always jank right after the uh, right after a big update, and this is the biggest update they had to date. So uh, considering that, I mean, we actually had surprisingly. Uh, fewer jank than we typically do with an update which is a, a good sign i think yeah i mean I, it took 10 10 hours or 10 plus hours to hit any jank at all like i didn't i don't remember having any jank during the day much did you no no the 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 the, the uh the harvest runs went off perfectly and even the yeah. mutator run that i ran uh ran well now i did have some uh, jank in my favor uh, a couple of times we, we had uh, <laughs> unlimited right. ammo show up in some of the guns, which was pretty awesome. 
Um, but I mean, as far as like negative jank, it, it took a while before, uh, before we even saw any of that. And that typically it's not the case. I mean, typically we, it's hard to play the game for a week or two after they put one of these updates in. So you can tell they've been working on this one for a while and they've vetted it out pretty well. Yeah. I'm real happy with the update. I think, uh, I think the new, the new harvest run map is probably the best map, um, harvest map. And, um, I need more time with the horde map, but I think it's it's different. They didn't give you just another, you know, three area map. They gave you a completely different play style than any other horde map, right? I mean, this thing's complete. This is not a just cover angles. This is you have to move. Yeah, yeah. I like the layout of it. It seems like it's going to be really confined at first, um, but then you get up on that track on the second level. And you realize it's not confined at all. These guys are coming from everywhere, everywhere. and you can't sit still. You got to move. Yeah, and we and, we tried all different stuff too. We tried like the split, you know, divide up, and you know, and then we we figured try and stay together. We figured try and stay on one floor. You just can't. You just can't. You're you're constantly having to run uh, with this one, and you know you can't. You can't. I don't even know how if you. There's probably a way to do it, but I don't even know how you could stay together. <laughs> really. Yeah, that'd be tough. I mean, well, I I think you might be able to if you. Well, I mean, to an extent, I, I think you could probably do two on one side and two on the other, and and as long as your guns are uh, strong enough to where two people can suppress a wave, we could probably split the map up and be responsible for different areas and not have to move as much. But that's just a theory. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, we need some more time in there. And I agree <laughs> with you on the uh, on, on the. Um, the new uh, harvest run it's beautiful man you've got that crumbling uh skyscraper and you're zip lining between the two like moving up thousands of feet into the air uh looking over you know the base the the blood at the base of the building where you were earlier i mean it's really cool artistically what they did with that one yeah it just looks beautiful i love the new bosses you got you got some you know some new different types of juggernauts i think two different types of juggernauts now and then you you know the 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 new weapon, the well, two new weapons. The shotgun is amazing, and I haven't even unlocked. I got the chance to use it in Gamescom, but the the saw blades for your wrist drop. Oh yeah, yeah, I haven't got um, that open yet yeah. uh, either. I had a dream about that the other day, actually, about having it. <laughs> you know, you're it's loving a, a game when you're dreaming about it, right? Uh, Kenty Poo yeah. says he can't get even get past the first harvest run. Either the boss kills him, or the bug, or a bug happens, and he can't get through. Oh, Kenty Poo, we, you just got to have uh, experienced runners with you. Are you trying to run with noobs? Are you trying to run with Jimmy? You can't try it with Jimmy, man. No. It doesn't work out. Jimmy Jimmy will literally run right up to you and when you're frozen and then jab himself with the thing and then run away. <laughs> he flips you off. Yes. And he runs away. You need a squad. You need a good squad to go hang with. Come hang with us. We'll, we'll play with you, man absolutely absolutely we're always looking for a reason uh anyway we've got some uh cool new stuff to talk about uh this week talking about the uh first real attempt at an nfl game and we're talking about a game actually that's been out for a while but had some pretty big news drop this week with the uh, star wars tales of the galaxy's edge but before we get to that we need to say hello to our friends who are joining us tonight in chat Hawk 107 is here, said, did they announce the Saints and Sinners release date? Because there's some streamer promoting that they're going to play it in early October. Um, I think it was uh, Benjo. Benjo said that 
uh, he didn't say that it's coming in October. He said he feels like it's going to come in October. He's just speculating that it could come in October. And uh, I hear what he's saying. I mean, it makes perfect sense, right? I, that's a spooky game full of zombies. Uh, I know, uh, I can tell you for a fact that they're in the latest stages of development. That game is uh, in the polish stages at this point. So, uh, yeah, I think I think it's a real possibility that we could see that game next month. You're going to wait Tips. until for the uh, PlayStation VR 2 version? Ooh, not, not a chance. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Tiffany's man. in the chat. Let's just ask her. She'll just tell us right now. Yep, it's coming out in October, right, Tiffany? Yeah, what day? Don't say anything if it's coming out in October. <laughs> Don't Keep answer. completely quiet. Uh, Guido's here. What's up, Guido? Uh, Corporate Zombie is here, as is Traveling Man. Uh, Traveling Man says, Jimmy saves my ass. You know what Jimmy does to me? He steps in front of me and takes all my bullets in his back. Mm, That's what he likes ass. to do. Yeah. Uh, Wolverza is here, as is Island Kara. Good to see you. Kenty Poo. We just said hello to as well. Mickey Berrios says, I'm still playing with AI. Man, you you guys just need to, to, to tag some people on the Discord. I'm sure people are uh, at the ready all the time to play that. Yeah, for real. Um, let's see here. Technological glitch. What's up, friend? Uh, Radio Runt's here. Radio Runt's all excited here to talk about this NFL game. Yeah. Uh, he says game of the said, month. Mm, those are big words man a lot of stuff has come out this month we've got a debate on our hands and the month's not even over yet uh either by the way it's crazy yeah seems something something cool um was just announced for like this week what was it i don't even remember like i, I thought nothing cool was coming out this week and then i uh was enlightened that there actually is something cool coming out this week i just forgot what it was so my bad i'll tell you when i remember didn't Into the Radius come out this month? Yeah. Yes, Into did. the Radius came out this month. That's right. Sorry. So, yeah. Sorry, not Ray, looking good for not looking good for the football game. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> um let's see here. Hello Tiffany. Good to see you as always. Lee VR says, I thought that was gonna happen when the C V one came with an Xbox controller. Yeah, they teased us all, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Um what else is here? Anyone else here? Shagsy's here. What's up, Shagsy? Black Market Honey. Good morning from sunny Sweden. Two Alex. degrees Celsius. I have no idea if that's hot or cold or... Radio Run says into the <laughs> radius is lame. Please. Bro, come on. That's one of the best games of all time on, on Quest. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, distract. Did we get any first impressions of REA on PSVR 2? Yes, yes, we did during the PSVR Media Day uh, the, this past week. Um, everyone's saying it's the best way to play that game, that, it, that, it, that it's better than the flat version, even graphically looks better than the flat version. Uh, we had people who uh, have played the Prey Dog mod who said that uh, this... Uh, that the native PSVR two version is better than that, uh, so I'd I'd say it's very very promising. Yeah, uh, I won't Ray go back and play it. I won't go back and play it any other way right now. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll be waiting for the PlayStation version. That's me too. I've decided. 
no more. I'm glad I played it. I'm glad I, because now I have like uh, I have a better idea than most people like what's coming. Mm-hmm. You know the, what 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 I'm looking forward to. Um, having played the few hours of it that I did play, so I'm glad I did that. Um, but I'm glad I stopped, <laughs> so I can take the the majority of the game in uh, the way it was meant to be played. What do you think the odds are that they give us Resident Evil VR people or Resident Evil Eight uh, people the VR mod for free or the VR version since we bought the flat version? I think it's very likely. I, w- I would expect it to be free. Yeah. You think so? Do you really? I was thinking the opposite way. I'm like, there's no way in hell they're giving that game away for free. No, I think so. Uh, I'm, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, they may have even uh, already. Um, so if you own the flat that. version of the PlayStation 5 VR game, you're going to get it. It's going to work with your. Well, it'll VR. probably be like a VR, maybe a VR download. Like if you already own it, I like right. Wes's answer better than yours, Matt. Well, I do too. I'm not, I suck. don't disagree. I don't want to have to buy it again because <laughs> we know I'm going to have to buy it because we're not, Sony is not going to give us any games to play. Very little, maybe a couple. But um, I mean, I'm going to have to go buy it. I don't want to go buy it. But man, I can you? I just can't see them giving it up. That's that's probably one of their biggest launch titles. Or if the well, biggest. they they didn't charge people last time when they did seven in VR. They, mm. It was a free add-on. And, so, yeah. Um, but you know, for what it's worth, I haven't bought the game on uh, on PS5 yet. I, I waited specifically so that I could know for sure before I bought it. And uh, I'll buy it when. Um, when the VR version releases, so they know why I bought it. I'll, I'm always big on doing that. Like, if I know a VR version's coming, I'll wait until VR support gets added to buy it, just so that these corporations and game studios know why they got my money, you know? Right. Yeah, makes sense. Um, where am I? Ray Del Tor says, fuck Madden. Uh, really, bro? <laughs> really? I don't know. Uh, let's see here. I think. Well, there's Mepper. What's up, Mepper? Chatty's here. Hello, Snacks. Uh, MPOS. Hungry. His name. The Let's Go to Tokyo Game Cat says howdy. What's up? Um, I think. Oh no, there's Fabster. What's up, Fabster? There's Diz. What's up, Diz? Salvador's here. What's up? And Mike Newton says, we don't need no stinking sleep. That's right. <laughs> you know what's up. Oh, we don't yeah. need no sleep because I already got some. I actually dreamed about it after the fall before doing this show, to tell you the truth. Oh, wow. I was dreaming about it. Oh, I was dreaming about doing this episode, uh, but playing after the fall instead of doing this episode that was literally my dream is that we, we stream some after do the, the episode while playing after the fall we could do that we could talk <laughs> about nfl like, while we play I after could the do fall it. you could do it. <laughs> well that's kind of the that's the whole premise I mean, kind of a we, premise of the uh of uh, on location right yeah we did that's a full-blown right. interview with tamtu during while we were playing live on stream yeah, although I did get confused once and like totally forget what I was saying halfway through a, a sentence <laughs> because I was distracted by the game. I felt like a tool. Uh, anyway, let's, let's talk some uh, let's talk some VR games. Let's get to the reason while we're here. The reason for the season is pleasing. Let's talk about 
Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge. This is a game in the headlines all week long as we learned this past week that this Oculus Quest exclusive is coming to PSVR 2 in an enhanced form. And um, this is a game that I played uh, when the first part of it launched. I gave it a couple hours uh, and enjoyed it. Enjoyed it fairly well. Played it enough to tell that it definitively is better than Vader Immortal without question, which I enjoyed, by the way. I like Vader Immortal. Uh, But this is a much more free experience compared to Vader Immortal. Vader Immortal is much... It's just a step above uh, being on rails. Where while this is still a very linear uh, Star Wars adventure, there's a bit more freedom to it. There's a whole lot more progression. Uh, it's certainly a whole lot more of a game. Uh, but since I've played it, this game has uh, received DLC. And you know, Eric, I really wouldn't consider this to be uh, DLC. It just seems more to me like the other half of the game it does and i think it's actually bigger than the first game so it's it's it i don't know it this is what i think everybody everybody said it was not it was a little bit short the first game was a little bit short if they had given this all to us for a little bit more money would you been would everybody have been happier like if they had, if this would have been the whole complete game um and it was like i don't know 10 bucks more from the beginning um you know, I think everybody would have been really, really happy. I mean, the game got really good gradings as it, as it is, but the only complaint was maybe it's a little bit short. But man, this there's a lot of meat here to this DLC. This is one of the probably one of the biggest DLCs I've seen. Like compared to like some of the other like games that did this, like uh, Jurassic um, Jurassic World. Um, this is a way bigger DLC than that one. Yeah, and, and again, it doesn't feel like a DLC to me. It feels like the other half of the game. And I think you're right. I think together. This makes for one hell of a Star Wars adventure game. Now, of course, it's not Jedi Outcast or whatever, some AAA 30-hour campaign. Uh, but I, I feel like Roots that, you know, the people who are saying that, that this is kind of a short thing were kind of underselling a little bit. Vader Immortal was short. Vader Immortal was too short. Uh, this is orders of magnitude uh, more than Vader Immortal. And I don't just mean in, in length. I mean in depth as well. Uh you know, we kind of question whether or not Vader Mortal was a game. There's no question here. Tales from the Galaxy's Edge is a Star Wars adventure game. Yeah. Yeah, Vader Mortal was more of an experience. It was, what, like 45 minutes per episode? Or I don't know, just it felt super short. The thing is, even the first part on this one is a three, four hours long. You know, I think it was just the cost of it. Um, I think you're right, Mash, because it, it was $10 for the, for the DLC, and it was significantly longer and so you're talking what 30 I think it was the original was 24.95 so it'd be 34.95 or was it 29.95 I mean either way the 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 total price for for both of them would have seemed really really fair and it would have I think I think the PSVR2 people are going to get the best package in every aspect because they're getting it all in one thing and um and this one is is so much more in every every way I mean not only gameplay but production like I thought Star Wars, the, the, the Vader Immortal was good, but this one, I feel, I saw this again today. I was like, man, I feel, I felt like I was in a fucking Disney cartoon, man. Like the animations are so good. The mouth, everything lines up and, and the story and it, it's just really good. Yeah. I, I think, um, that the production is probably the highlight of the game. 
Like, don't get me wrong, it's a fun shooter. Uh, it is kind of basic in terms of, uh, you know, the shooting sections of the game. Uh, it's fun, but basic. But, Eric, I, I kind of feel like what this game does best is make you feel like you're in a Star Wars story. And uh, I think a lot of that has to do not only with, you know, the, uh, the graphics and, and art design, but a lot of it has to do with the music. The, I mean, this, this sounds like it came straight from John Williams. Um, the, the sound and music in this game is just top-notch. Yeah, it is. I mean, the sound is great. The, mu the music is great. You know, the sound effects are great. The sounds of the blasters are really good. It sounds exactly like it would in the movies. Um, and, and, and sets the atmosphere. It really does. I mean, between the visuals, what you're seeing, you know, the, the weapons that you're using, some of the characters that you're seeing, and then you have that classic John Williams music in there, it just it just sets the whole thing. And it, that's one of the things that's overlooked because if you took that out of there, it's a subtle thing, right, to take the music out of there. But if you didn't have it, it wouldn't be the same, right? You would, I mean, it would still probably be a fun game, but you just wouldn't have the immersion. You wouldn't have the Star Wars feel if you didn't have it in there and, uh, it's, it just sounds really good. All the sound effects sound really good. Yeah, Roots, I mean, as good as the music is, the sound effects just as good, even down to the point of the little things. Like, you know, Star Wars, where it was a movie that, that came out of the late 70s and early 80s, uh, it's kind of known for its dated futuristic tech. So when, when you go through here and, and you're walking by something like big and bulky that's even just a light, for example, when you get close to it, you can hear the electricity buzzing through it like a light would in the 70s, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, it just, little stuff like that really goes a long way to add to the uh, immersion level of the experience. Yeah, absolutely. And I was, my thing is, well, as I was playing, I was thinking, looking around and listening to these sounds and thinking like this enhanced edition, like with, with the Tempest audio and and you know what i mean like i i, I get excited i want to play through this thing again um be in that version because i think it's going to be so amazing just the visuals alone and they looked phenomenal in this that was another thing i was blown away i mean of course the distance is not as good um and as far as uh like some of them now the space things that the earth that everything looked phenomenal but i, I just think that on the psvr2 it's going to be next level that's one thing i wondered about because you heard these people uh that got a chance to play the enhanced version this last week talking about how good the game looks graphically and and when i heard them say this it had been a long time since i played the game i didn't really remember just how good this game looks already like it already looks really good and, and is certainly um deserving of the star wars title that that's put on it um so, Eric, I think that maybe um, we should keep our expectations in check with the overall graphical fidelity increase that we're expecting. Uh, what I do think we can expect is, uh, you know, some of the uh, skyboxes and distant areas were a little bit low res. And uh, I noticed a lot of pop in uh, in this uh, in this game. I think we can uh, really we should expect little stuff like that. Uh, to be really what the enhancement is graphically. Yeah, I mean, there there are small issues with this game, but 
I hadn't been in it in a long time, and when I got in again, I was like, I was still impressed with how good this looks for you know a standalone Quest headset. It, it looks really, really good in here. And again, you, you you did point out there's a few issues here and there, but they're really small. And again, when when you get the full package together, you forget about them quickly. I am interested to see what what the PlayStation is going to be able to do. Um, even if it's a small, gra it looks so good already. Small graphical upgrades could mean a lot here. And I think a lot of the upgrades they're going to have, um, there's going to be some of the haptic upgrades too, right? With uh, with the PlayStation VR 2. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's something, that's the one thing that really people pointed out the most about this game. The adaptive triggers and haptic feedback in the controllers, they say that each gun has a very distinctive feel. And when I went back into the game this week with that in mind, uh, I was a little bit disappointed at first uh, because there is only four guns in the first part of the campaign. That's where uh, when I got into the last call, like the second half of the game, uh, I got really excited because they really introduced Roots uh, some new uh, weapons in the DLC, some really cool stuff, R rifles, grenade launchers. They literally doubled the size of your arsenal. And now all of a sudden, that, uh, that update to the haptics and triggers uh, sounds like a lot bigger deal than it did uh, would have been initially. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Like you said, you nailed it. If there's only three or four guns big deal you know but if there's 15 20 guns um it's amazing especially big artillery right like grenade launchers and that type of stuff i want to feel what those fuckers feel like with the psvr2 uh because i think it's going to be amazing i know just in call of duty on flat games how amazing they feel i can i just i i can only imagine what that's going to do for immersion level uh, it's going to be amazing yeah and you got to keep in mind too that this is star wars this isn't like a conventional pistol or a conventional shotgun conventional submachine gun conventional rifle conventional grenade launcher uh you have all those things but these are energy weapons right they charge you can get holsters uh you can upgrade your holsters to charge the guns while they're on your hip so you got to imagine with the tempest 3d audio and the advanced haptics you're going to feel that crackle eric when you grab your gun, when you pull the trigger, you're not only going to feel that blast, but you're going to feel that energy crackle too. Yeah, I mean, uh, you're, you're, I think a lot, a lot of things, even not just the weapons, maybe even the the, the multi tool that you use. Um, you know, you, the I think force. You're be able to, yeah, yeah, exactly. Using the force, the mm. force uh, levitation and the force pull and uh, and throw and all that. I think that's going to be amazing. Using, um, you know, using some of the force. Um, you know, like the electric electricity you can shoot out of your fingers in the first one, in the first one. Um, you know, I think a lot of that's going to be super cool with the haptics. I mean, I don't, I don't know all of it. You might even, if you get hit with, uh, with you know, one of the lasers, maybe you'll feel it in the face haptics. I don't even know. You know, they, they definitely could do that too. So there's a ton here. I don't think it's just going to be a graphical upgrade for sure. But I, I am. I mean, the way they made it look. I mean, some of the screenshots that we saw looked really, really good. Um, so I mean. I'm going to be probably one of those people that are going to be like super disappointed if it's not a big graphical upgrade because I am hoping that they do. Because that's the whole thing with this game. I love this game, but what do we always say? I wanted this game to be a PC game too because I wanted to see what it, what it could do with a P, on PC and how good it could look. Um, so, you know, it looks great with the, with the standalone headset, but I, would, I want to see it with my 3080 Ti. So I want to see what it can do. I want to see what the PlayStation 5 can do. So... 
I hope they give us more than just a marginal graphical upgrade. Well, that, that's the cool thing. We've, we've got this enhanced version coming, Roots. Um, and there's still plenty left to do in this game because they, unlike Vader Immortal, which is very linear, uh, you know, very objective-based, um, this game is wide open. They give you the whole map uh, to revisit as much as you want. And there is a laundry list of challenges and achievements you can go for, collecting things, fetch quests, killing so many enemies with each weapon. I mean, you could probably spend up to three or four times as much time as it takes to finish the story just unlocking everything and, and, and finishing all of these challenges, which, you know, on the quest version isn't something I would probably go back to do. But if you give me a super ultra-rich experience in a next-gen headset... I could certainly see myself giving all that stuff a, a little bit more of a run. Yeah, because you're going to be in that world, right? Like fully in the world, and you don't you don't aren't going to want to leave. Uh, that's what the beauty of these um, all this extra stuff that they got there. And I would imagine that you know it's set up to where the bartender can always add more. I don't know if they're going to, but you know stories and stuff, right? So yeah, I don't know. And the reason, Eric, uh, that I'm not sure. Uh, it's because I did save the final, final chapter for PSVR 2. I did not finish <laughs> all of it. I played all the way up and cleared all of the uh, tales. I did all of those. I did all of the story chapters from the main campaign, except for the uh, First Order one, which is the very last one. Uh, did you save anything for yourself uh, to uh, enjoy later? Yep, same thing. I think I had the first order one to complete. I completed the Jedi missions. I completed all the uh, the um, relic, um, hidden relic or whatever, find a relic um, ones for uh, for the Doc Ondar. And uh, yeah, I think I think that's pretty much it. I think it's just the just the uh, yeah, just the first order one. You're gonna have to do yeah, it all so again because you can't get to the second part anyway, right? <laughs> so. Start from scratch. <laughs> I'm gonna love doing scratch. it all again. You're gonna love doing it again because you're gonna want to see. This is the thing, man. I it, it, even like because I had to. Uh, I went. My save was gone, Wes. I was so happy that I was most halfway through or whatever. No, I had to redo it. But it was cool. <laughs> like that beginning scene that I forgot how good the space and the Earth looked, and I'm like, it, I love the way space looks, and um, I love Earth. I I want. I would love to go to space. So anything space oriented in VR is amazing to me, and so I really want to see this that scene in VR um, on the PlayStation VR too. So I'm looking forward to the whole experience as well. Yeah, I was glad to start over. Um, you know, first and foremost, this is a Star Wars story, and uh, who wants to start a Star Wars movie from the middle, right? You want to you want to take it in from beginning to end. So I, I was kind of glad to get that background. Uh, get it all fresh in my mind again. It didn't take me long. Within one sitting, I was caught up to where I was at before. And then I probably played another, I don't know, another three sittings after that, a couple hours each time um, to get to where I'm at now. And I still haven't finished the game. That's what I'm saying, Eric. People talk about this like it's a short thing. You know, when you put the, the DLC in with it, this is as long as, it's longer than a lot of VR games, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I just like I said, we just wish it was there from the beginning. But yeah, I mean, this is this is a long game now, and I think it, for the for for the price it is now, if you're if you're adding the DLC in, just get it as one package. This is a really good deal. I mean, this for a Star Wars game, this is great. Um, there's a lot here, and um, 
You know, I, I like that there's more in the game like than just shooting too. I like that they do these little breaks that we're seeing in the video here where they do these little levitation things with uh, using the force to, to levitate, levitate objects. And, you know, they have, a, it's not super hard puzzles, but they do have some puzzling in there to kind of break things up a little bit. Um, you know, there's, there's stuff to do in the cantina. Um, you know, so I, I do like that they give you stuff, you know, extra to do here. And it, it just adds more to the game. The collectibles is great, man. Go and have to go find the droid, all these little droids all around. Um, go just find all these stuff um, everywhere, little, right? Oh, I, I found stuff like I was like, I thought I was actually on a right path to go somewhere and I ran into a dead end. And I'm like, what the hell is this a dead end? I just started looking around. I found like four different things that I need to collect in that area. It was some flowers. It was a droid. And there was uh, one of those, um, those little flying things I had to let out of the cage. So I'm like, holy crap. Sporks. Just, Don't forget yeah, the sporks. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, so just on one little path, I found like three different things to collect. And, you know, there's a ton to do here. And I, I thought some of the, uh, some of the, 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 you know, the the extra stuff that you can do, like you said, you know, killing so many enemies with one weapon. I thought that was a little tedious, but then I looked back and I found myself going back to see how far I was on certain things because I was like, maybe I can go complete it real quick. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I usually don't go for those things, but I found myself kept looking to see which ones I had was closest to. What'd you think about the, uh, the tale that had you play the role of a uh, assassin droid, a bounty hunter? I thought that was really cool. Twist. I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was so cool. Took a minute to get used to the shooting, though. Did it for you guys? Um, not really. I mean, it was. Uh, it reminded me of Res. It plays like Res Infinite, where you just kind of tag your enemies, and, uh, and and it takes care of the rest. I didn't even really think of that game when you when. But yeah, now that you say that, it's, it's a lot like that. But yeah, it took. It just took me a little bit just to get because I I didn't do that one right away. I did some of the other ones first. And then I got into that one a little bit later. So I was used to the regular shooting, and all of a sudden I had to do that one. So, um, But I thought it was a cool mix, man. I, I, w I wanted more of those. I, I, like, like I hope they bring that back if they're going to do more. Uh, Roots, how many times did you play the dark game? Uh, dark game? <laughs> I, I don't know that I got to the dark game. I what? Don't, I, didn't, I didn't get as far into the second one as you guys did. No, it's, it's in the cantina, bro. It's right there. Oh, the it's, dark it's, game. The dark game. Yeah, Actually, I, I did. I didn't play it this time. I spent a lot of time playing the darts last time, and uh, that's what's kind of cool is like those little tiny mini game type of things that you could just sit there and you could play that for. I, you know, I thought one of the coolest things is running right out to the. And this is just a little bit of of I guess little background stuff. Seeing the Millennium Falcon sitting right out there, and then at one point, doesn't yeah. it take off and uh, I just thought that that was kind of cool as well, but yeah, uh, I didn't. I, I looked at the dark game this time, and uh, um, went ran right by it. Yeah, Eric, I, I probably spent if you add it all up, I probably played darts for over an hour in here. <laughs> uh, I didn't do it. I, I was like Roots. I didn't do the darts again for the DLC. I did it a lot in the first game, though. I did it a lot in the first game because you could gamble on it, which I like. Um, so yeah, I mean, I was I did it quite a bit. Well, there, there's two challenges that are, are tied to that, and uh, I didn't get either one of them. Like, that, it seems kind of ridiculous, some of the scores that they want you to get. Like, my top score really good, on huh? it, yeah, yeah, my top score on it was like 600 and something, and I think they even get the first achievement, you got to get 1,100. And what that requires is for you to string bullseyes together. You get a new set of darts every time you hit a bullseye, 
So every every three shots you have to hit a bullseye, and I, I was able to do that, um, you know, at most three or four times in a row. You would have to get it eight or nine times oh, to, to 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 get up where to where they want you to be at, and I never managed to do that. Although I would say, you know, I never played it more than four or five times at a time uh, because it costs money to play, and I didn't want to just spend all my money before I unlocked all of the uh, upgrades and stuff. So I'd play it a few times. I'd go do a mission. I'd play it a few times. I'd go do a mission, play a few times, go do a mission. Um, it just seems extremely uh, difficult to uh, be that consistent at it. But I guess, you know, I guess it's possible or else it wouldn't be there, right? Yeah. You know what's funny? I can hear it in your voice. Wes is going, going back, back into this fucking dark <laughs> game. He's going to do this. He's It's oh, on his yeah. list now. You could do it, yeah, probably. Yeah. You know what else bothered me? One of the... Um, one of the uh, challenges was to play the song. So you bring this artifact back to Doc, and it's a music box. It plays a, it plays a little song. And one of the achievements is to go over to the uh, the like xylophone instrument thing that they put in there and play the song. So like I took it over there. I learned the first bar, played it. Learned the second bar, played it, strung them both together, and nothing happened. And I was like, what the hell? So I, I grabbed the music box. I started listening. I only played like half of the thing. Like, oh, it's Jesus. a long song. They want you to play the whole fucking thing. And I was like, God, man, <laughs> that's enough. To, that's a lot to learn, especially since they don't tell you how to play it. You have to do it by ear. Like, you have to figure it out. It's not easy. That's cool though. Those are yeah. like those yeah, are things cool. that you could easily miss, right? They're just extra stuff. And this game's a lot deeper than it seems at first, right? Even just all the upgrades and stuff, and like you were saying, the the holsters to charge your guns. I mean, who would have? It's just very, very unique. It's a new jetpack. Jet a new jetpack. Yeah. 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 The jetpack kind of sucks at first, but when you upgrade it get like all the upgrades for it it actually turns out to be really cool and it uh i that's something i, I wish they would have leaned more into is like you, you know a lot of this game is fetch quests finding things uh you know collectibles and stuff like that and the maps are cool and very explorable i feel like that jetpack should have unlocked more areas than it did like it does unlock some areas that you couldn't get to otherwise but i feel like um like after i i really got it fully upgraded to where i could move around with it and i could move twice as high uh, i really wish there were more cliffs that i could make my way up onto than uh, there actually turned out to be yeah it's almost like it was an afterthought like or not an afterthought but it came late right i didn't really I think you should have had that jetpack early a really good one zip around everywhere i get it i mean uh, there's got to be some progression there's got to be some incentive to work towards so uh I get why they did it the way they did. I just, uh, like you said, I, I feel like um, that they kind of decided to do that after they had built the maps out, you know, instead yeah. of beforehand. Yeah. They got killed. They got killed. If you remember, they got killed on the uh, on the jetpack. Everybody hated it. You know, everybody, everybody was all pissed off, and that's. I think they changed it in the second in the DLC just because of that. Mm. Yeah, that's a good it, point. Yeah, well, it was a, it was a change for the better for sure. Because uh, you can really move around well with that thing. And, you know, for whatever, whatever it lacks in terms of being able to unlock areas of the map, uh, it became a very useful tool in battle. Like, it's a lot easier to dodge uh, enemy shots when you can move on all three axes, you yeah, know. Absolutely.
What did you uh, What did you guys think of the the Jedi missions, or the Jedi mission with a couple of different things to do in there? Uh, I thought they were pretty cool. I, I liked the first one probably better than the second one that that just basically had you going on to um, to train your Padawan through some mini games. Uh, which I mean was was cool in, in and of itself. Uh, I think they did that to give it a little replayability, um, much like the uh, the old lightsaber dojo. But uh, as far as like the the Jedi tales, um, I thought the first one where you're in the temple with Yoda was probably the coolest one. Although I, I would have liked for it to be a little longer. Yeah, it seemed like that was really short, right? That was what I was telling Mash. It seemed like you got in there and you did your thing and. And but it was really cool though. Like yeah, I felt like um, I really did help Yoda succeed, even though I was told not to, not to come in, and I didn't <laughs> listen. Yeah, I thought but, it was like uh, just like we talked about it with game. You know, it was it it the 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 both parts together. I think made a cool thing, but separately they were like okay. I was like eh. You know what I mean? Like, the first one was I thought you're right. The first one was definitely better. If you had put these together and made one whole Jedi experience. Because I thought the story is fairly good here. You know, you're talking about a, a Jedi who had, you know, dark side issues and <clears throat> things like that. And, you know, especially in the first one. And, you know, I, so I thought the story was cool. I just wish it would have been longer, you know, like I said. But uh, that's kind of like the whole story of this game. It's nice that they were able to work in some force magic and lightsaber battles. Mm. Because the the main story of the game, just you're you're just a normal dude with a blaster. You're not a Jedi. So the, the fact that they uh, found a way to put a lightsaber in your hand and, and let you uh, use the force was really cool. And it's something that's really going to pay dividends when you get the uh, next gen controllers in your hands. Yeah. I can't wait to feel the lightsaber humming in your hands. Right. It's going to be cool. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be you awesome. Know, you know who else likes to feel the lightsaber humming in their hands? <laughs> My mom. Oh, she loves it a lot. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, I, I think that's about the extent of what we can say on that. Do you guys have any specific um, criticism of the game? I mean, it is a bit linear, but we have to keep in mind this is a game uh, developed for uh, standalone hardware, and uh, I think they did a really good job this time around of completely smashing all of our criticism that we had of Vader Immortal. Everything that we criticized about that game, they addressed uh, in this one. And uh, I feel like this was a much better effort from them and it is a legit uh, full-fledged Star Wars story that is deserving of its title. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got a couple small ones. You know, I don't like the loading scenes. I hate the travel scenes. The travel scenes are just all loading scenes, which kind of suck, you know. We killed Ruins Magus for doing something like that. And, you know, I wish they had done a better job than that. And like you said, there's a few graphical issues here but I think overall, this is a, this is a a great experience and probably definitely better than Vader Immortal for me. And if you're looking for the great Star Wars experience, this is pretty this is pretty good for me. For me, I would put Vader Immortal as third, and I would put Star Wars Pinball as second. And this is first. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, uh, well, let me ask you, Eric, this or um, the. Uh, Shit, I'm forgetting what the name of the title is now. The flying game from EA. Oh, uh, uh, Rogue uh, Rogue Squadron. No, oh. no. Um, 
Shit, I can't believe I'm forgetting the name of the oh, Star Wars. Squadron, was... Squadron, Squadron. Squadron, that's what I meant. I meant Squadrons, yeah. No, Squad Squadrons is, is amazing. No, that's that's a crazy triple good AAA game, yeah. That Squadrons yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Um forgot about that one. Sorry. That's first. <laughs> this is the second. Pinball's third and Invader's fourth. Uh Roots, I would say that um while this might not be um the complete Star Wars adventure game that we've always dreamed of in VR. Uh, I think that this is a great first step toward that. Uh, I don't feel like they're far off from that with this. No, no, they're so close. And I think um, with more budget, more funding, more belief that more people would play it, I think this game is uh, is probably, you know, twice or three times the game. I mean, I, I was telling MASH before this, the only thing that I didn't, care for i felt like the the actual gameplay in some respects got boring after a while because it was very samey as far as you're just going from one place to the next shooting people you know and and so it outside if this was just some random universe it'd be it'd be kind of boring it's in the star wars universe or the star wars triple a uh you know, production and, and gr graphics and sounds and and in this world that I know. And so it's amazing. Um, I just wish the gameplay was a little bit more fun for me, uh, at least, uh, you know, throughout the whole thing. It's just samey to some extent. But other than that, I, yeah. I was really good. I certainly agree with that uh, with regards to the shooting. Um, if, if this game was just a shooter... Um, I feel like you're right. It would have gotten boring pretty quickly, but the fact that it there's so much other stuff going on with with the uh, exploration and progression, and you know, again, the the storytelling and the production of it all really saves it um, and yeah. makes it worth going on. Yep, absolutely. Uh, anyway, from one great first step in the right direction to another great first step in the right direction, NFL Pro Era launched this past week and while this isn't really the first nfl licensed product in vr uh i feel like this is the first nfl title that we can legit call uh an nfl football game in vr and that's a big thing roots we've been calling for uh for an nfl game in vr as long as we've been doing this show and it's it's really kind of strange that here we are you know, as we're stepping into the next generation of VR, we're finally uh, getting the, the first real attempt at it. Man, that's crazy. It's crazy, though. But you're right, man. It's like uh, I can't tell you the um, the feeling that I had the first time that I heard. I, I think it was after a touchdown and the music. This is what was getting got me, which was crazy. It was like the music that you hear kind of when a touchdown, like the way that they really made you feel like it feel like you scored a touchdown right almost to the point like radio Runt was saying you want to scream and be like yeah touchdown you know um i uh i was really impressed eric i feel like a lot of what this game has to offer is that stadium experience you get to step in to uh to, to decent representations of, of all of the nfl stadiums in the skin of your favorite nfl players and you get to play football on the field and for, uh, in the first-person perspective. Uh, that's a first for VR, and it's really cool. Yeah, I mean, this was – when you step out onto the football field, it has that feel. Do you remember 
early on, remember playing Creed and you get into the boxing ring for the first time and you look in, you're like, holy crap, it really feels like I'm in a boxing ring with a crowd around me. And you have that feeling and that gives you that feeling when you do this. You feel like you're on a football field. You feel like you're in a stadium. You know, you, you get that feeling of what it would feel like to be standing on the field looking around at a stadium packed full of people. Now, they might be cardboard cutout looking people, but it still sounds and looks really, really cool. And it gives you that holy shit moment where you're just kind of staring around. I did that for the first few times, just turning in my play space, doing a 360 around the stadium. And it with the, with the noise and crowd effect, plus with the way it, everything looks and being in VR, really gives you the feel like you're there, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Roots, for what it's worth, um, this is a quarterback simulator. You, the 100% of the game is you in there as the quarterback. You, you get the call from the coach. Uh, you step in there. You, you read the defense. You throw the ball. Uh, the, the throwing mechanics uh, felt pretty good, right? It felt pretty natural. It did. It felt so good. And since I was the quarterback, that I was stingy. And uh, every time it tried to make me hand it off to the running back, I was like, fuck this, man. I'm calling audible. I'm passing this shit. I want to hand off to somebody. I want to throw this shit. And uh, it did. I, I was very surprised at how accurate um, it was and how, like, how much control you had to where you could put it. Like, you know what I mean? You got all your wide receivers doing their, their routes, right? And so you know where they're going to go. And I had so many times as I'm throwing it, and I, and I couldn't believe. Um, now, a couple of times I didn't, and I um, almost got picked off. But uh, it would go right where I wanted it to go, right? And that's such a good feeling, especially when they catch it. Now, this wow. is one thing that I, I did have a problem with my, and I don't know if you guys ran into this problem with your wide receivers, but I watched the other team's wide receivers catch shit and run it in all the time. My guys, every time, they, they don't know how to fucking run. I, I was the Dolphins, though, so I don't know. Well, um, there's a few things at play here. First of all, uh, it makes sense that uh, it feels like you're really accurate with your passes because by default, there's a pass assist function what? that is on. So uh, they're helping you out a little bit there. Damn it, that was one of the things blew my mind. I, I thought it was good. <laughs> it's one of the things that bothered me was that pass assist because – um, the game takes some liberty when that's turned on and it tries to determine which, um, which receiver you're throwing to and it, and it kind of guides the ball to where it thinks you're throwing when that's turned on, hmm. uh, which is okay in some situations when in certain plays, when you have uh, a bunch of different receivers on the same side of the field, uh, it happened a handful of times where I would be throwing to one guy and it would assume I was throwing to another, and it would just take the ball in that direction, even though I wasn't intending to throw it there. Uh, but with that said, I turned the pass assist off, and while um, that did lead to a few more incomplete passes, uh, it did also allow a lot more control. Mm. So when it, when I did hit the hit the receiver in the right spot, uh, it felt a lot better, a lot more rewarding because I know I did that and not the game. Mm. Listen to Wes, man. <laughs> this man like legitimately me, thinks <laughs> that he is better than us. I, I you know, I, he just shit all over my, I felt, I really did feel like I was hitting that. I'm going to turn that stuff off because that is kind of disturbing, Wes. I really want to, I want to throw it myself. I don't need a pass assist. Maybe I do. 
Um, but I want to find <laughs> yeah. out if I do. <laughs> well, here's the thing, and, th- and this is probably one of my bigger criticisms of the game, of which there are a few, and we'll get to that. Um, the, the game does feel controlled to some extent uh, by the computer. Like, I, for example, I never lost the coin toss. Like, I, every time I played this game, I went first because I won every coin toss. Uh, I feel like when I started to get out ahead uh, of the uh, competition, my guys would start fumbling. And to your, uh, what you're saying, Roots, uh, when they're down, they're catching everything and they're going downfield with it fast. I, f- I feel like the game tries to keep it competitive. And when th- there's a difficulty setting in the settings, and I feel like uh, that's really what it's doing. It isn't making the AI play better. It's just making the luck, you know, the ball bounce their way more when you set the difficulty up. Uh, so really that, that was one of my earliest uh, and biggest criticisms of the game, um, Eric, is that it doesn't really feel like a fair game. Uh, it feels like an arcade experience that's being controlled by a game master. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's definitely, it's, it's definitely limited in, in how, what you can do. And, and with that mechanic, because that's pretty much the only mechanic it really shouldn't be, you should have complete control over what you're doing. I mean, you should have control over how you want to play it, I should say. Um, so you, there should be like a slider or something to give you control over how much you want to be able to control it or how much assist you get. Because there are going to be some people that don't want to um, be able to do it on their own. They want to, they want to just be able to feel like they're the best quarterback in the world. Um, but there are going to be one of people that want to do touch passes, that want to throw it exactly where they want it to be. They want to make sure that when they throw it in a certain spot, that's where that's where the ball is going to go, not you know four feet to the left because that's where it thinks you were trying to intend to, th- intend to throw the ball. Um, yeah. So it, it comes off as a to me it came off as a timing game. Like it wasn't really a, a throwing accuracy game. As long as you pick the uh, the correct receiver and you have the the route timing down, uh, your your receiver will go up and get the ball. So long as you're not blowing out your opponent if, if you're blowing out your opponent then uh your receiver will run the wrong route or something like that uh but as long as you know the the game is close and you you've got the timing right your guys are going to catch the ball almost every time right yeah yeah i actually i did notice that sometimes there the other um defenders would jump up and and smack it and stuff i really think that they need to if they can and i don't know what it would take but i want ai that's intelligent you know i I will i want to scale up the the difficulty not not the luck you know if that's that is the case um it would be a lot better to feel like i'm actually getting better instead of you know because i how much how 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 many seasons can i play under that other system you know right uh radio tour in the chat says it's an immersive quarterback game and that Excuse me. I, I'd say that that's a very uh, effective description of this experience. It's a it's an immersive quarterback game. It's all about the experience. Uh, the The game is not uh, very nuanced. It, this is an arcade game. This is not Madden. If you if you're going no. through your YouTube feed and someone is telling you that this is Madden for for VR, they're lying to you. That is clickbait. <laughs> this is not Madden. Uh, there is a lot that this game does not do. Um, 
I mean, well, let's just start with the basics, Eric. Wouldn't it be great if you could call your own plays? And, and don't get me wrong, you can call an audible. So the coach calls a play. They give you two other plays you can switch off to if you want. But you don't have any, like, deep playbook or anything that you get to kind of dictate what you want to do with the game. Uh, you're going to be in shotgun 90% of the time, and uh, and you're going to be throwing 95% of the time, and, um, and, and you're going to pretty much – Run the play that the coach tells you to run, right? Yeah, I mean, you you feel you you do not feel like you're in control of this game at all when you're playing. Um, you know, you can call an audible, but literally, what when you call the audible, they take all the time off the clock, off the time clock. So if you started with 35 seconds on your 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 time clock that you have to get that play called off, and as soon as you call the audible, you're down to six seconds. It was six seconds to get the playoff. So you're you're just scrambling to figure out where your receivers are, where you want that play to go, and then you have to hike the ball right away or you're gonna get a, a you're gonna get uh you know a delay of game. Um, delay of game penalty. So yeah, it kinda sucks. I mean, if they could do that, if they can give you the if they can give you the audible, why not do the same mechanic and just give you four or five plays on your sleeve? I'm not saying you're gonna get Madden's playbook here, um, because that's unrealistic. But give me six different plays or or give me, give me six running back plays and give me six pass plays. Or give me three give me. long, yeah. Give me three long pass plays and three short pass plays and three, um, you know, running plays. And let me decide. That's not you could put that on the wrist and have it not be cl- uh, clumsy or cumbersome. Um, yeah, g- give me give me four formations and yeah. and four to six plays in each formation. Yeah, that, that, that's what I want. Let let me get um, out of the let me get out of the game shotgun if I want. If I want to be under center, let me be under center. If I want to be in a shotgun, let me be in a shotgun. You know what I want? The biggest thing that I wanted to do, honestly, was I wanted to when I, when my team received the punt, I wanted to have my guy catch the ball and then be the runner, stiff arming people. That would be cool. That would, that would be, be really cool, cool right? Or mm-hmm. even just the the running back. That was my thing. That's so boring to to run in this game. I just got to grab the ball and hand it to the guy. I mean, I get it. That's as a quarterback, that's what he does, right? But um, I want to I want to be in the running back position as well. And I I don't know that it would be that hard to add that to it eventually, right? Yeah, I, I'm kind of okay with just being the quarterback, but but I, I would like for the game to be a bit more realistic. Like, um. You, you mentioned you can get a delay of game penalty, which I assume I never got one because I always got the ball off in time. Uh, but that's the only penalty I think the game will do. Like, th- there is no offsides. There is no false start. There is no pass interference. There's no roughing the passer or or, 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 or hitting uh, or, or personal fouls. There's none of that. Like, I, I'd like to be able in a fourth and one to, to try a hard call to see if I can draw the enemy offsides and – and uh, get a free first down there's none of that sort of thing in this game um in fact uh eric i don't think there's any sacks like i I, i've I've never felt any pressure from the uh the rush like nobody ever got in my face one time i got sacked yeah i did too i I tried because the only reason i did though is i did it almost it almost happened to me on purpose i was just trying to see how how if you could scramble or if you could roll out of the pocket and I would just hold the ball a little bit too long, like, and then and then it never happened again. So it almost made myself do it because I was just trying to mess with stuff to right. see how much mobility you had in the pocket. Yeah, I never tried to do, do anything like that. And um, for what it's worth, 
uh, I, before I got into the season, I spent a lot of time in the uh, mini camp drills. I did them all until I got three stars on every drill with every team. Like I spent a lot of time running the, the mini camp drill. So by the time I actually played the game, uh, I knew how to roll out of the pocket. I knew how to, to, to run and throw and all that stuff. Uh, which, by the way, those those are fun. Did you guys play uh, any of the minicamp stuff? Oh, I yeah. did. I went straight into the seasons. I started winning right off the bat, too, man. But I also <laughs> had a, had assist on apparently. So, yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's defaulted, and and it's something too that they won't let you turn off in the game. Like the only way you can turn off pass assist is like from the the locker room. Really? So, uh, no, that's yeah. weird. I don't. I don't. I should not be default. You know, but I guess they don't want people going in there and sucking, and they're like, "Man, this game sucks." So <laughs> it's too hard. Forget it. It's too hard. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, it's interesting. Uh, Roots. A lot of people want to compare this game to Two MD because they're both kind of these quarterback um, sim situations, and most people that I've seen this week are, are saying that this is better than Two MD. Uh, I feel like 2MD does a little more than this game in terms of gameplay. Uh, but what you're paying for here is that NFL experience. And uh, that's a big thing. That's a big deal. And they do a really good job of that uh, in this game. It's a fun It's a fun game to play, uh, I would say. It's But it's limited. Um, and you, you would have to be an NFL fan to really enjoy it which i happen to be so i really enjoyed it yeah yeah no i know i yeah. never did for 2md i've never went in to play that game and felt like i was in a stadium really playing football like i did this i think like you said there's something to be said about that nfl um name all these teams all these players all of this stuff the the way it sounds the music the just everything about it get, adds to that immersion and a lot of people forget with 2MD as they're saying, man, this game isn't as good as 2MD. Well, 2MD wasn't as good as 2MD on day one or two or That's year right. one or two. It was, they worked on that for a long time. It's really good after that much time. So I'm hoping that they keep working on this thing and, um, and maybe fix a few things or add a few things. I don't know that they will. Um, but, you know, one of the things I was ma mentioning to you and, and MASH that people need to realize that uh you know we this is the first iteration we didn't get madden right off the bat we had to go through blitz and all sorts of different types of versions to get to madden it probably won't take that many to get to that level here but i think we're a couple years off at least until we get you know a game on that level for for football that and that's you my biggest problem with this game and we talked about it earlier i mean i and and again what i what i'll, I'll say earlier what I, i'll say now what i said earlier I recommend that everybody buy this game. It's a good game. I would play this game over to MD football. But why do we have to wait this long? Like, why are we just, why, why do we have to be in the point right now where we're like, okay, this is great, but it's not that great. And in three years, it might be great. Why, why, why didn't we get this game three years ago? Because I don't see any reason why this game couldn't be, it couldn't have been put on, it couldn't have been a launch game for the Quest 2. You know, why is it, why is it, why are we two years or three years into the cycle of a standalone headset when we finally get a game that has an NFL license and it doesn't even have fucking multiplayer? Like, how, how are you making this game and you don't put multiplayer in it? This is like the biggest part of football. You want to be able to play against somebody else. 
And if you're going to go out there and you're going to be anybody and you're going to call this game a Madden clone or this is the this is Madden in VR and you can't even play multiplayer, how, how, you can't say this Madden in VR, you can't even play multiplayer. You, you, I mean, there's no way this is Madden in VR. Again, I'm, I, no. I don't want to kill this game because I'm telling everybody they should buy it. But... It's, and I'm not even killing the developer. It hasn't. It doesn't even have anything to do with the developer. It has to do with the fact that we should have had this game a long time ago, and we should have been refining it for the last two years. Instead of now we get it, and then now we have to refine it. Now we have to wait for multiplayer because they don't have it ready yet. That we have to wait for this, or we have to wait for that, or the third iteration of this game is going to be fantastic because then we'll have everything we need. We should have had this a long time ago, and this is just laziness on... The part, probably most likely, the part of Oculus and Meta, because if they put some money behind this and they went to the NFL a long time ago, and they they put could have put a AAA developer behind this thing, and they probably would have had this game right. If we had this iteration we got today or or, or last week, would have been way better uh, than this is right now. Uh, I want to call plays. Um, I want defense that's smart. I want to have to run the ball regularly so that I draw the defense in, and then that's what opens up deep throws. You know, the, the, you don't have anything like that here. You, you feel like a quarterback god when you play this game. Uh, you, you can throw it deep every time if you want to, and you're going to catch most of them, and you don't ever have to run the ball if you don't want to. Um, I, I want penalties. I, I want to be able to uh, use strategy. So uh, this game really uh, effectively nails – the kind of two-minute drill-style quarterbacking um, that a lot of people love and, and really works very well in VR. Uh, this game isn't structured um, to allow someone who really knows football to come in and exercise strategy and, and, and things like that over the course of a 60-minute game. Uh, that's not what this is. And, you know... I don't want to kill it too much for, for not being a sim and being because it's not. It's an arcade game, and it's a fun one. Uh, but what Root said is true. Like, 2MD, while, while it's deeper today, it wasn't. This game is better today than 2MD was when it launched. But 2MD's been around for, for four years now and uh, has a lot of stuff uh, added into it. Uh, I, think, uh, I think we started this conversation off uh, – with really what the bottom line is this is a good first step uh toward the nfl game that we all want this isn't yet the nfl game that we all want yeah it needs a better ai for sure as far as like you said the defense i would even settle like you said where you could call the plays from the and watch the defense it's kind of cool to watch what's going on but not if if the other team is just going to throw a long bomb every time and run it in, I was like, well, fuck, what did my defense do? I feel like I'm yeah. on the, the one of those teams where they have no defense and the, the offense. I'm the only thing one doing anything. Uh, so it's just crazy. It, it almost wanna... feels like this is a tech demo. Like if this came out, right. when, if this came out when the quest two launched as like a, as like a tech demo of, Hey, you know, this is uh, possibly, you know, this is something that we, we're going to try and, you know, have ready or this is going to do. We'd be like, wow, this is going to be amazing. I can't wait till the whole game comes out. But when you get this, like, two or three years into the, or four years into a standalone headset cycle, you're like, really? I mean, this is the best they can come up with after this amount of time? Yeah, it's not even about that, though, Eric. Unfortunately, it's about it just now or maybe within the last year getting to the point where the NFL was willing to, to shell out the money to do it, right, or at least – entertained doing a game right um 
so or at least investing in it it had to it had to have the player base i guess is what i'm saying to, to for them to feel like they wanted to make the game so we were kind of in a catch-22 we wanted to have it earlier but we couldn't because they wouldn't invest and so now we're finally there and we're i mean this game is is good but it's not exactly we're at a different level we're expecting a different level so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the license, like the license is great, but I mean, if they had if if they had a really good game without the license, I mean, you know, a fully fleshed out you know Madden style game without the license, I would live with that. I mean, the license doesn't mean shit to me. I could care less about the. It's like the or, uh, like the NCAA games were. You know, you had the Madden, which was fully licensed out, but you had the NCAA games, which couldn't have the actual players in it because of the. The way college football is structured is against the rules. So it was kind of like a generic Madden, right? That That's what this could have been, uh, and it would have been fine. But you would have been missing out on what this game really does give you, and that's that NFL stadium experience. Um, if I had my druthers, obviously I'd, I would prefer a game that is solely my skill versus the AI skill. You know, my skill as not only a thrower, but as a play caller, as a football strategist. And it just isn't on that level in terms of depth to the gameplay. This is a pure arcade experience that lets you feel like uh, you're a superhero NFL quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, You know what I, I can't get? Why can't you be the runner? Like, when you hand the ball off to the runner, why can't you? Know, you can yeah. run as the quarterback. So why can't why can't the view switch when you hand it off? You have a split second where it may be a black screens or whatever. You have a transition to where all of a sudden now you're the running back and now you're running. Same thing with the receiver. You throw the ball, the receiver catches the ball, and all of a sudden now you're the receiver, and then you get a chance to run. I'm not saying I don't like the whole thing where you have to run your own. But let me thumbstick it. You can thumbstick, you know, or you can run where you you know move the controllers to run, but. Give me the give me the that would have been so much better if you could, if you can give me uh, make me a running back or let me be the running back or let me be the receiver or switch it out a little bit that's way better or or like we said earlier let me call the defense don't let me just sit there on the sideline like a dumb shit holding a clipboard for you know fifteen minutes or I have to go sim through the whole thing so I can just get back on the field let me call a defensive play I'm watching it anyway let me call a defensive play. Yeah, that would be cool because I did enjoy that aspect of it, of being on the sideline watching the uh, the defense play. Uh, it would be cool if, if you were out there playing, you know, calling plays like the coach. Yeah, that would be cool. We're uh, so, shitting on this game, which, I, I, which we talked about earlier. We still recommend this game, right? Yeah, it's fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed every minute of it. Um, it's just... As someone who's an NFL fan uh, and a VR enthusiast, I, I think it's just that I want more. You know, I, I want more from my NFL game. Uh, but this is the best we've got so far, and it's certainly worth your time. Is it worth the thirty-dollar price tag, Eric? That's a good question. I mean, it's so it's borderline. Okay, I think because of the life license, I think it warrants the thirty, and because of the NFL license and the NFL teams. Now, whether they mean shit to me or not, or the players mean shit to me, I could really care less about any of these NFL players, to be honest with you. But whether it means anything to me or not, it's not the big deal. If it means something to you, if you want to play as your team, um, you know, you can't play as a certain player, but you can play as your team and, and see your, you know, your jerseys or whatever. Um, you know, that's a cool thing, and people want that. And guess what? They have to pay for that license, so that means the game goes up in price. So I, I think it, I think it's worth it for the thirty bucks to get. 
um, get the experience, get the NFL teams. It's a fun game. It's just not exactly what we'd want. This is what that that's the biggest disappointment. It is good, and it does give you the feeling that you're on a football field, and um, you just want more. And but I think from what is here is good, and that's what Ray Delator says. I think Eric doesn't like this game, and I, I I talked about this earlier with Westerners before that. I'm like I I'm gonna I'm like I'm two minds with this game because I want to kill it, but then I want I want to say that everybody should go buy it because I think it's good enough to buy. So it's a it's kind of a weird thing for me. Yeah, yeah, it is weird. You know, for all of its downsides. Um, I was smiling ear to ear because I was able to put on the 49ers uniform, go out against the Seahawks and kick their ass. Yeah. I love that. That was awesome. And, uh, th- that alone is worth $30 to me. Roots, what do you think? Yeah, I think, uh, I think it's definitely worth 30 bucks because I mean, and let's be honest, the, uh, the NFL name was probably half of that. And that means the game right. is the game worth 15 bucks. The gameplay alone is absolutely worth $15 plus obviously what you have to pay for, for the NFL. Now the question is, will, do you think any of these things we've talked about will change? You know, not, I, I don't know that they've, I haven't heard if they're working on anything or if they're planning, I know they're planning on adding multiplayer, right? I did hear multiplayer. That was my biggest gripe. That was one of the things I wanted to, and I guess I did have a mini rant when it was just me and Eric waiting, um, is like, why does it, why do we always, why is everything fucking put off in the future for everything? It's like, well, we've got this little bit of it done. We're going to bring you multiplayer. We're going to bring you a story. We're going to bring you this. We're going to bring, I do. Why can't we just get something like, Elden Ring, where it's fucking done. Here you go. Well, I guess it's millions of dollars. That's the difference. And this is a uh, independent studio, so I'm sure time constraints. But I just, at some point, it, it's one of the biggest things that you could think of to not have. Just like Albo not having crossplay. Just like you know, all of these big decisions that you think that you'd think that is the one of the biggest things you would multiplayer, and it's not there. It's just weird to me. Yeah, I think uh, having that multiplayer in would immediately uh, take care of my biggest gripe with the game, which was the, you know, the 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 overlord of the game controlling the game. If it's you versus your friend, then it's skill versus skill. Even if the, uh, you know, the 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 defense AI is is kind of stupid and, and nerfed, uh, you both have to deal with that, right? So. Uh, it's not going to artificially keep the game close if it's you versus your friend. I wouldn't think. That Maybe would be I'm wrong fun. I think that would be a lot of fun too, right? Yeah. Especially yeah. if you could defend. If you could actually defend against your friend, that'd be. Yeah, you better. can go in the you can go in the in the mini games and you can do you can have like have a catch with somebody in multiplayer. There is some type of multiplayer. I don't want to have a catch with I my know. friend I in know. real life, <laughs> let alone. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to bring it up because you can do it. And I do want to say one thing. Um, I, uh, my nephew, um, he's 20 years old. He, uh, I got him a Quest 2 two years ago, Christmas. Um, and he's been in and out of it with different games. He was an Onward fan for a while. Um, but he actually called me today just to say, and he had no idea that we were even reviewing this tonight, but he just wanted to say, holy shit, did you try, did you try NFL Pro Area? And I'm like, I'm going to be, I'm playing it today. I'm playing it right now. Um, you know, for, for review tonight. And, and he's like, this is my favorite game on the quest two so far. He's nice. like this, he's like this, he's like, because 
if you're a huge football fan, like, you know, this kid's a huge football fan, played it all through high school, is, you know, he's probably in four fantasy football leagues. He lives and breathes football all day long. Huge Dallas Cowboys fan. You know, and and you want to be in VR. This is this is your this is your game. You know what I mean. And, and there's enough here for him to where he was like, this is my favorite game I think I've ever played. So, um, you know, for for people like that, I mean, I think there's something here for it. Yeah, this could sell headsets for for these uh, people who only play sports games. Yeah. Now, obviously, people who are into the super analytical side of Madden are, are going to find it lacking in a bunch of ways. Uh, but but those sports fanatics out there. Uh, who literally just play games so that they can play, you know, sports games all day. Uh, there's a portion of those that, if they're able to demo this, are going to go buy a headset. Yeah. How how much do you think? Do you think if they had multiplayer out of the get go, um, that would have like, been a, yeah, would have been a would, big deal. It would have been enough here because we know we know okay, there's the, it's a little shallow the gameplay. If the gameplay is exactly the way it is, but multiplayer is in there, you think we're like. We don't care. This is amazing. You know what I mean? Even just the timing plays that it is or, or you know, yeah, whatever it is. The, it's still, I'm still playing against my buddy. Right, yeah. I'm still, like, trash talking against a buddy or whatever. Yeah, the competition. I mean, it, it takes what I felt versus the Seahawks and makes every game that way, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, it's you funny got... how one little thing could have changed this whole game if they had just – I don't know how hard it was going to be to do multiplayer, how long it was going to take them. But, shit, I mean, yeah. if you delayed this for three months – you know what I mean, and, and released the quarter one, you know, twenty twenty three, with multiplayer. Maybe that would have been the better move. Yeah, yeah it's, it's always uh, better to wait for a game than wait for a patch, right? Right. Hell yeah. Uh, Do you guys have any bugs? No, I. You know, this is one of the things, and I and I was saying uh, to you guys, and it's not a bug, but it's just the limitations of the the quest too. But like, I'm watching the the ball when it gets flipped punted and it's yeah. like flopping around or whatever it's um and the shimmering of the thing i this is the thing i played this thing i want to play it on i hope it comes to pc because um i mean not that there's it's like the the sharpest thing but i i feel like there's something you could get from a pc version as well but uh did you um th did you look at the uh the people in the crowd <laughs> so bad i didn't look <laughs> at the people in the crowd but i did notice that um a little bit of uh, as I was looking at some of the players as I was moving around, we're kind of um, having like double image, kind of like a reprojection a little bit. Right. So right. that's something that they could maybe iron out or I don't know how. But I didn't look at the people. How bad are they? Staying true to the Oculus platform, um, they don't have legs. They're, they're, all, <laughs> they're all torsos floating in the chair. It's so bad. It that's is bad. Funny. Yeah. Uh, do I, you have had, any bugs? I had one bug. Yeah, I had one bug. Uh, I just I couldn't hike the ball uh, twice. It just wouldn't let me do it, and then just uh, and then the time ran out. So um, I had other... one uh, one very significant bug um, where the uh, defensive players on either team uh, completely lost their collision ability. Oh, really? So, like the the uh, they would kick off. So this this is how it happened. Like. Um, I scored a touchdown, and I kicked off to the other team, and they ran it all the way back for a touchdown. I said, "Fuck this guy! Here goes the game controller again, making sure that I don't run away with it." So then they kick off to me, and the same thing happens. 
run it back all the way downfield. And I'm like, okay, now that's weird. I've never seen this happen in real life football. This is ridiculous. And then uh, kicked it off to them again. And then I noticed I start paying a little closer attention. The runner is running through the defensive players. Like they're not touching him. I mean, they are touching him, but he's just running through them like they're ghosts. And, um, yeah, after about five touchdowns, I, I stopped the game, went back to the locker room, reloaded into the game again, and it was still doing it. Oh, no way. I had, I had, to, I had to completely <laughs> kill the game, go yeah. back out to Oculus Home, and come back in but to, to uh, fix it, whatever it was that was wrong with it. Ghost game. There's a go- yeah, game of ghosts. Bug. Yeah. Yeah, when you, gotta, when you go to exit to the lobby, the Oculus <laughs> menu lobby, that's not good. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, yeah, I, I mean, um, the, again, uh, a super fun quarterback experience. This isn't something where you're going to be reading defensive formations, calling plays to, uh, to, to suit the situation. It's not a game where, you, where you're going to have to throw to run and run to throw. Uh, it's not a game where you're going to be able to draw people off sides or or, or have pass interference calls. Uh, it's it's a it's an arcade quarterback sim that's very fun that allows you to be your favorite player on your favorite team and uh, beat your biggest rivals. And uh, if you're a fan of football and you're a fan of the NFL, uh, it's definitely worth your time and it's a lot of fun to play. Yeah, and it's a good first step. You know, it may be it's we might be a year step. or two years away or six months. Who knows? But eventually we're going to have our Madden game. And somebody mentioned it in the uh, um, chat. Like this, I mean, think about hockey. Like, I mean, there's all sorts of sports, but hockey I think would be a lot easier to do. And um, like a really good version of it as well. So, yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of App Lab hockey games. Nothing, nothing great, but I mean, there's a couple of decent ones. If you do a hockey game though, I feel like you've got to, it's got to be a sim. Like an arcade hockey game, I don't know about it, man, but you, you've got to, there's so many rules and hockey, hockey's so technical. Um, I feel like it would suck if they didn't accurately reproduce that. Yeah. I want the Blades best. of Steel. Remember Blades of Steel? Yeah. The like best, I love Blades of Steel. The best game. part was when you'd get into a fight, right? I mean, yeah. it's so cool. Yeah. Imagine that in VR. That would be cool. <laughs> hockey <laughs> fights. Like Oh, Hockey yeah. and yeah. Thrill of the Fight all mixed in one. Well, cool. Raza says, 2MD more technical, but this has merit and feels really good. I think that's a good way to sum it up. Like, if you're somebody who's a big 2MD fan, uh, you're going to find the gameplay a little bit shallow here because 2MD has up, had a few updates now, and, and they let you do a little more. Yeah. Yeah, the, somebody Wolvie was saying you could actually draw your own plays, let alone yeah. pick yeah. them, you know? Like, you can actually make your own. Oh. Bring the mechanics of two MD and put put it in this game, and you got the you got probably a way better game. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's going to wrap our episode for tonight. I want to thank everyone who showed up in the chat. Uh, I love you all, and I want to thank everyone who's watching this tomorrow. We love you just as much, or almost as much. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. We love you just <laughs> as much. Um, if you want to uh, support our channel and you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe. Don't forget to ring the bell so that you can be notified when we go live, which is uh, between all these channels is almost, almost every day these days. What do you got going on on Q2C tomorrow, Eric? 
Uh, we have an interview with the uh, couple of uh, developers from the Ultimax team, which is going to be cool. It's a pre-recorded in- interview, but it, uh, it's going to be like 20, 25 minutes, and it's really, really good, man. We did it the other day. And Super cool. Really good. And we'll have lots of Pico talk about stuff to talk about tomorrow. So uh, Wednesday, Strangers in the Night. Thursday, Q2C. Friday, uh, Roots streams on Twitch. Saturday, Q2C streams on multiple platforms. Sunday, Virtual Strangers. Monday, the VR Crew Cast. Uh, Tuesday, that's the only. That's crazy. Hey, yeah. New, new, new permanent member to the Crew Cast. Oh yeah, that's right. Happy birthday, Roots. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Cool, Roots huh? is uh, uh, Roots has uh, decided to join the Crew Cast as a permanent weekly member. So. Whether or not Beardo Benjo shows up doesn't matter anymore. We're going to get Roots on there every week for the remainder of the season. That's cool. What's cool is I actually get to meet Beardo. Like, Because I, I was thinking, man, I'm never going to get to meet this guy because he's always on and then I'm on. And we're never like in the same room at the same time. Oh, my God. So, maybe you're not the same person? I know. That's the thing. If I could trim <laughs> my beard and I had an accent and I um, was had a really successful YouTube channel, uh, then I could be like him. It was fun. We had a good episode this week. I felt like um, good topics, good conversation. Although the uh, the start was a little little weird. When he just goes live, he just yeah. goes live, doesn't tell anybody. We're like, "Hello, everybody!" And we're like, "What is he going live?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're literally just sitting there shooting the shit. Everybody off in their own world, doing their own thing, and then uh, GT's like, yeah, "And we're live." <laughs> what the fuck? Really? That's crazy. Uh, I gotta make sure I don't call her out of time at any time near that time. Then yeah, you better watch your ass, dude. It goes, (laughs) it goes live at the top of the hour on the minute, dude. Boom, you're on. Be ready. It was good though. It was a good episode, and I think uh, they're gonna continue to get better. It'll be good now. Anyway, with that said, friends, I'd like to thank you all once again for watching. For Eric and Roots, I'm Wes. We will see you, as I said, very soon tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Take it easy. See you later.